Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Maria Maz is creator of the Certified Angel Practitioner course and co-founder of angelpractitioners.com, an organization formed to educate and support angel practitioners. She's host of Angelic Realms Radio and the co-founder of the International Association of Angel Practitioners. Maria Maz lives in Long Island, New York with her husband and two pampered cats. Maria Maz of Angelic Realms Radio, of angelpractitioners.com, the creator of the International Association of Angel Practitioners, and the author of the Angel Practitioner Handbook. My, 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 I am just, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to talk to you, Maria. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sherry. I'm really excited and very grateful to have this opportunity as well. And I know that the angels have orchestrated it all. Yay. I'm beginning to find strains of the same experience throughout a lot of light workers that they related to certain people in their family in the same way. Please tell, let's talk about your relationship with your grandmothers and your background. Is that okay? Absolutely. I'd okay. love to. Thank you. Being in Queens, you know, with little short, what they call city blocks, you know, you always had a relative, some family member that was living within walking distance mm-hmm. of where you lived. That was very popular that back then. Nowadays, everyone is scattered all over. But back then, you know, people tend to live, uh, families tended to live more close by. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time with both of my grandmothers, my father's mother, as well as my mother's mother. It's my mother's mother, though, that, who I was really the closest with all of my life into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And What I was her name? My mother's mother. Mm-hmm. My mother's mother's name is Pauline. Pauline. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's the one that I, you know, I spent a, a good deal of my time uh, with as a little girl and who really was more like a mother to me than a grandmother. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother was very highly intuitive. Um, My mother had more, what you'd call psychic experiences that she shared. My grandmother, though, was very highly intuitive and telepathic. We could communicate telepathically, her, my mother, and I. And I believe that my grandmother was psychic too, except that she just didn't really exercise those abilities Mm -hmm. and my mother was more into that than she was but my grandmother always knew what you were thinking and feeling I mean you just couldn't put anything past her Mm -hmm. and my grandmother was you know is we we were raised Catholic but my grandmother wasn't like so religious that she was in church every Sunday you know um and and following things to a T however I did go to Catholic school 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I started out in public school and kindergarten, but then first grade through fifth grade was in Catholic school before we moved to Long Island, where I began going back to public school. So, you know, a lot of the influence and my knowledge of, of God and the angels and things like that are from, from that kind of a background. Now, my grandmother, and, and we know angels transcend religion, so it really has nothing to do with being a Catholic, but that's just how you un- can understand my background and where mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother used to read to me stories from the children's Bible, and it's a beautiful version of the Bible you know, written with stories, especially, you know, uh, to make, to be interesting to children and understandable to children with beautiful illustrations. So mm-hmm. long before I knew how to read, you know, when I was maybe two, three years old, I remember sitting next to my grandmother in her big armchair mm-hmm. and she would be reading me stories from the Bible. And mm-hmm. I remember the ones that stand out the most clearly in my mind are anything that had to do with Mother Mary mm-hmm. And the angels. Those stories just, I I can still picture the, uh, I have that Bible somewhere still packed away too. But I can still see like the images and the illustrations in the book in my mind's eye. I remember the stories Mm -hmm. and, you know, the stories of, there's the one with, um, where uh, Jacob's Ladder, that they call it, where he he has a dream. Jacob has a dream and he sees the, the angels are, he sees this, these stairs ascending from, uh, you know, from the earth up into the heavens and the angels running up and down them. You know, that stands out in my mind. Uh-huh. The story of the Annunciation mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Archangel Gabriel comes to Mother Mary and tells her, she, you know, she's going to be the mother of Jesus, who yes. is the son of God. Mm-hmm. I remember that story very clearly. Um, I remember, you know, things uh, talk about guardian angels and how everyone has a guardian angel and your guardian angel is always there to watch over you and guide you and protect you. But, you know, I've also learned that they won't go against your free will mm-hmm. or the will of God. You know, so you have to be open to that kind of thing. So I always felt this sense of, you know, protection that there is, you know, that there's something beyond what we can see here and feel and smell on the earthly plane and that there is a higher power. And, you know, so I've always been open to that kind of thing. And And how fortunate for a young girl, how fortunate for a little girl and for a young woman to have that feeling of assurance. Yes. And protection. Did that continue your relationship with the angels? Yes, but not, um, not the way it is nowadays. Uh-huh. I always carried with me, I guess, through all my life that, you know, Mother Mary's with me, Jesus is with me, the angels are with me. I always, you know, believed that, but I, it wasn't as prevalent in my life and working with them in the way that I do now, because I really didn't know that I could. I just right. knew, I knew I could say, ask for help if I was in trouble or things mm-hmm. like that, but I didn't really realize how it could become a way of life and something that, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And a now, partnership. Yeah. But you I had mean, an experience, didn't you? There was something completely opened up this as a possibility for you. Am I right? Yes. Please, yes, let's correct. talk about that. Okay. So we're going to fast forward a bit yes, now. Yes, please. Okay. So now I am... 
Oh gosh, it's probably I'm about forty or so years old, mm-hmm. and I'm living in my own home on Long Island, and I'm yeah I work as a public school teacher. That, uh, that is my profession, and mm-hmm. this is why I love teaching mm-hmm. so much. It's just something I, I know I was born to be a teacher, and I was also working part time on the side professionally as a tarot card reader because I've always enjoyed. Um, uh, metaphysical subjects. I've enjoyed um, the idea of divination. Uh, and once I really began learning about tarot and, and how it really is an amazing, amazing tool and nothing to be scared of, which, mm. because there was a time where I felt like, okay, you know, I better not work with tarot because, you know, according to Catholics, it's, it, it's, you know, you're tapping into something you shouldn't be. Right. And I'm not going to get into that whole topic because that's another, we could sit here and talk another whole half an hour, an hour, just about that. Yeah. Okay. But long story short, I know that that is nonsense. And I know it's all about connecting, you know, it matters who you're connecting with and I'm connecting with God. I'm connecting with Jesus. I'm connecting with the angels, with mother Mary, with, you know, beloved saints, uh, you know, so that's where my connection is. So there's nothing to fear. Okay. So this inanimate tool, the tarot, becomes, you know, something that works and it works by um, the connections that it makes with the person that is doing the interpretation okay, mm-hmm. and, and things that it triggers for this person. So I was working as a tarot reader for quite a while, a number of years, and it was around 2000, it was in 2009, early 2009, when I lost my grandmother, who I was closest to. She was, you know, other than my husband, my grandmother was a person, and my brother, who I've sadly I've lost too. Uh, these were the people that were closest to me in, in my whole life. It meant the most to me. So yeah. my grandmother, being like a mother to me, um, you know, this was really a really, really hard hit for me. And I was having a lot of difficulty dealing with that loss. And I lost interest in a lot of things that I enjoyed doing. And one of those things was being doing readings for others, because yeah. for me personally, in order for me to do a reading, I have to be feeling in a good place myself. Yeah, I, I cannot open myself up to spirit and angels and things like that when I'm feeling low in order to get guidance for someone else, it's just, it's not going to work. Right. And I just had no inspiration or motivation to even touch the cards. And I, you know, it's sad, you know, I had put so much time into it. I had, you know, not only did I work with it intuitively, but I also took formal courses and I learned about it, the mechanics of it practically. So I know a lot about it. And I just had no inspiration to do it anymore. So one day I I went over to a, a bookstore in my area. It was called Borders Books, which mm. we, sadly we no longer have those anymore because right. now with the, you know with ebooks and things like that, a lot of these nice bookstores are closing up. Yeah. But back then we still had it, thankfully. And I I went into the store and I was browsing around and I always made myself my way over to the metaphysical section, which was my favorite you know, genre to, to browse and peruse books. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there and I um, made eye contact. Well, actually, but let me, I'm leaving out a very important piece, backtrack okay. a little bit. I walk into the store and as I walked in the store, I remember asking, 
you know, in my, you know, not out loud, just in my thoughts saying, God, I need some inspiration today. Please give me something that's going to you know, help me to be able to reconnect and get back into reading my tarot cards again mm-hmm. and do readings for people and this work that I enjoy. And then I made my way over to my favorite section, the metaphysical section. And my, I made eye contact with the, uh, the shelf that was at my eye level and a book title, Healing with the Angels. Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I really felt, you know, I felt compelled now. I have to, like, open this book and, and look through it. So I <laughs> take the book off the shelf and I start leaping through it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this, this, is, this is what I need. I'm like, I just felt like this is, I, I had to take this book home with me. It was like no hemming and horn about it. Not okay. flipping through, you know, a thousand other books and making up my mind. It's like I knew instantly this was the book for me that I needed. Cool. So I looked at the, you know, the author's name and it's Historian Virtue. And I, I didn't know who she was at the time. Amazing. Not, yeah. At the time, I, you know, she was, and, and. What it, right, and amazing enough, because I looked at the shelf, and that, that whole shelf was lined with books with Doreen Virtue's name on it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, she's obviously somebody very popular, because she has an awful lot of book titles with yeah. her name on them. Yeah. So, and then I see that she, you know, on the book titles, um, you know, there's things about oracle cards and things like that. So now I went over to the cabinet where they keep all the tarot cards and the oracle cards, and I see... The, you know, the first deck that, that I make eye contact with there is the Archangel Oracle deck, and it happens to be by Dorian Virtue. And I just instantly felt like this is the deck I needed. So I asked, you know, one of the, the uh, people that worked in the store to open the cabinet because they were locked up. And I took the deck, I took the book, and I went home with that book that day and with that deck. Oh. And I can't tell you how, like, it, it, it's amazing how fast the angels can work. You know, not always, but, but, you know, it depends on what's needed. And, and as soon as I start reading the, the information that's in this book and the stories that are in there, I instantly start feeling like my energy, like raising my vibrations, raising. I start mm-hmm. feeling like this heaviness that was weighing me down come off of me. Mm-hmm. And I just started feeling better. And <sighs> so I opened the deck and I started, you know, working with that deck and the way I started with it with the Archangel Oracle deck is I would just pull a card a day and just the way my tarot cards used to do for me way back when that where if I, if I did readings to myself, you know, I could pull one card, I could pull three or whatever, five, 10, whatever I was going to pull. They would, it would always be <laughs> something that really connected with whatever was going on with me at the uh-huh. time. And it was always the message that, you know, that I needed to hear. And I, sure. no matter which angel I put, pulled out of the deck whatever the message was with that card that day it was like oh my god that's like so spot on that's what i needed to mm-hmm. to you know to to know and i would continue throughout the day well you know thinking of that archangel and, and you know asking them for their assistance and their help and being open to it and little by little next thing you know i felt i was ready to go back into reading my tarot cards one day i just all of a sudden felt like okay you know what i want to do a tarot reading for myself and i did that next mm-hmm. thing you know i was out doing readings in public again for for people at different events and and, and, and you were venues. bringing in this other element you mm-hmm. described earlier yes. you were also bringing in the oracle cards correct right so now yeah. what happened is the big major change for me yeah was that 
I could no longer just read tarot cards by themselves. Now the tarot cards and the angel messages went hand in hand for me. And now no matter what type of deck I pick up, whether it's an oracle deck, whether it's a tarot deck, you know, the angels are involved in it. There's, there's never a time that I, that I sit down to do readings, even if it's just a psychic reading mm-hmm. without cards, whether it's working with crystals, whatever it may be. Whatever projects I'm working on, whether I'm writing a blog article, whatever it may be, creating a new course, just going out to work, you know, to work my regular job on a daily basis, which is teaching. And it's a very, very important thing because I work with a lot of um, children that have uh, a whole array of issues, emotional uh emotional issues, uh, physical uh, um, disabilities, all, all kinds of things. So, uh, you know, that work is very important to me. No matter what I do, even if it's just, you know, an everyday thing going, you know, maybe I'm going to go and spend some time in my swimming pool on a nice day, or maybe I'm going to go shopping. Like the angels are always with me. I always call upon them every day and thank them, you know, for everything that they do to help and it's just become a way of life for me and and and, and now you teach you teach courses you've developed courses you've written a book i mean you've really moved it forward in your life and it's now your life's work is helping other people learn this please let's talk about the classes and the and the angel practitioners i'm sorry the angel practitioner handbook it's available through balboa press Right? That's correct. And and at your website, angelpractitioners.com. Dot com. Right. Okay. So let's talk about your classes and let's talk about the book. Right. And the book is also available on Amazon, anywhere. Oh, yes. If you could just Google Angel Practitioner Handbook and it will come up. Neat. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's, it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a and, great book. It's a uh, great book, you all. Anyone who, anyone who's just going to take those those first initial steps or if you want help understanding how you do what you do i mean you've broken it down and you help us to understand these nuances now i'm jumping ahead and jumping in i'm gonna shut up please tell us about the Uh, book yeah tell us about how's it organized Okay. okay well the book came about um secondary to the course Okay. The first thing that I uh, created as far as teaching about working with angels was my course called uh, Certified Angel Practitioner Course, which you don't have to become certified, but if you do want to become certified, you can uh, be- become certified through my organization, the International Association of Angel Practitioners. Okay, so now, which I am the co-founder of. And we're going to talk about that we in will a little talk bit. About that. Okay, right. Great. So the course... The way the course came about, okay, I had taken a uh, number of uh, courses myself over the years, and uh, I took one of Doreen Virtue's courses. It was, it was a, cer- a certified angel card reader course, and I felt it left a lot out. And I was like, you know, that was a great course. I enjoyed it. There was, you know, I I I, I liked it. I love, you know, I enjoyed the course. I'm glad I took it, but I felt. It could, there, there's more that should have been covered with it. So I'm like, well, you know what? I can take what I know and what I've learned and, the, and the, the pieces that I feel of the puzzle that are missing that are so, so important that would really, really enhance that course. 
and create a new course called the, you know, the Certified Angel Practitioner course. So with that, I created a course that teaches you, you know, a bit of angelology. So Angels 101, you know, uh, specific things about angels in general. Uh, then I get into talking about energy, different types of energy, uh, and how to, you know, how to set up sacred space, you know, how to protect yourself from unwanted energies, how to, how to um, attract angels, um, how to, you know, different things about uh, all, all the basic things that you need to know about the chakras and the aura and basically everything that's in my book, Angel Practitioner Handbook are the things that I cover in my course. I get, you know, I get into everything into basic, um, into, uh, intuition, how, how to decipher whether, you know, the difference between intuition and psychic abilities, how to identify your clairs, how to, um, develop and hone your intuition and your psychic ability, you know, things about angel crystals, things about angel numbers. Um, and then I get into uh, med- meditations. I have different meditations that I created. The meditations for- are beautiful. I just want to mention that because oh, gorgeous and beautifully written, beautifully structured. They're visual. I mean, y'all, <laughs> you oh. want to you want to learn how to write and how to create and then beautiful, flowing meditation. I really suggest you get this handbook. Um, and I've listened to a lot of meditations and it, t- it's, it's, there's an art to that. Um, and you take your time and you really establish the place, you know, as a dramatist, I'm interested, but you know, I just, you, your work is so beautiful. Oh, are so you. beautiful. And I really want to congr- congratulate you for taking, amassing your knowledge and what your understanding and re, and, and re, refurbishing it for other people so they can get their hands around this. Now, just kind of came to me to ask you this. Mm-hmm. What kind of difference do people notice in their lives when they start working with their angels and taking the classes? And I mean, in your life and then in other people's lives, what have you witnessed? I think the magical thing about it is that you you start to gain the sense that everything is going to be okay, Mm. that there is a time and a place for everything, that there is a higher power, uh, that we can, uh, that, that it's not just there ruling over us. It's there for us to tap into and to draw upon this energy to enhance our own lives in order to manifest our dreams into reality. And that once we're open to it, you know, the, the, it's just a limitless uh, potential of, of what can, what can be for us in our lives. Well, speaking of limitless potential, mm-hmm. um, I want to take this moment to talk about the International Association of Angel Practitioners. What is it about? Why did you create it? All of that. What, what's going on? Okay, the International Association of Angel Practitioners was was created and founded in, in February of 2015 when I launched my first course, the Certified Angel Practitioner course, and our website, angelpractitioners.com. The International Association 
of Angel Practitioners is an organization that has been formed to educate and support spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide. So with, with their business, with, you know, with things that they need to learn, um, we, um, with getting them out there, getting their name out there, we, we um, have them on our radio shows. I highlight um, one person a month on my radio show and what I call the angel practitioner spotlight. We set them up with a page on our website with their own blog page. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, great. So we try to support them whatever way that we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the international association of angel practitioners, is that open to other people who might do angel card readings in another part of the planet? How Absolutely. Do they, how do we, how do they, you know, how does that work? Do they need to take up your, the course? Um, how does that? Okay. They don't, they do not have to take our course. We have an annual membership, which is very, very affordably priced. Mm-hmm. And, and they get a whole laundry list of benefits with that. Anyone that's interested in finding out what, the whole list of benefits are can just go to angelpractitioners.com forward slash I A A P. And right. that'll take them to the page with all the information about it. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's too many, uh, too many things to even list of the ways that we can help them, but they don't have to be an angel card reader. They may be a, a Reiki master, you cool. know, they may, you know, cool. uh, they may be somebody who is, they may be a, a psychotherapist that just wants to learn how to bring the angels into their life and work. So in that case, if they already knew how to work with angels and they just wanted to be part of this professional organization, you know, um, they can, they could certainly do that. But if they need the education, we have the education we have, um, we have many courses to choose from, and we also have what we call our Master Angel Practitioner Package. Oh, which nice! Is our, yes, wow. which is our yeah, <laughs> it's our three core courses, and it, it, it's everything from um, you know your foundational course, which is my course, which gives you prepares you with all that foundation, and also gives you an introduction to um, angel card reading, and then you move on to either angelic mediumship. Mm. And or you can, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter what order you go. In, um, but, and then the other course is in angelic numerology and tarot. Mm. And right. And then I have another course called Mastering the Art of Angel, Oracle and Tarot Card Reading, which mm. is really a unique course. It's like three courses in one mm-hmm. where you learn everything about reading tarot cards, about reading angel cards and oracle cards and combining them all and. Um, it's just a really unique course. So we have a lot, you know, a lot to to choose from, but you don't have to take our courses. You can become a member and still have, you know, the benefits of membership without taking our courses. So you could be, you know, a spiritual entrepreneur that works with angels in some capacity, but you know, it could be just about anyway. That's so great. You have been healed with the angels. Oh, without a doubt, because see, that's it. I, you know, for me to, to teach something, it has to be something that 
inspires me, something that I believe in, yeah. something that I enjoy and I don't get tired talking about because right. as a teacher, you do a lot of talking and you do a lot of writing and, and, and developing course materials and things like that. So you have to really, really love it and believe in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, unless you do, you're not going to be happy doing that kind of thing. So it, it's so funny how this all came to be because you know I became a teacher and as a public school teacher, I teach business education. I wow. teach computer skills. Wow. You know, ver- very mundane but practical things. And who knew? It's so funny how the angels work, how now I was going to begin using my, my skills as, as, a, as a professional teacher, as a professional educator, to educate people on something that is on the whole other end of the spectrum. We go from computers and very technical, you know, worldly things mm-hmm. to otherworldly and spiritual things but yet it all works together because all these skills that i have help me to do this because you know i i need to know how to need use it all. computer have to, to, know to it type all. up you know to to type blogs and books and i need to know how to run you know use a computer to run a podcast or a radio show and oh your radio these- show come yeah. on that's awesome mm-hmm. how, how many mm-hmm. years it's been t- since is it 2009 is when you started when did no, you the, start- ra- the radio sh- uh i began doing radio in 2012 2012 Mar- okay right can yeah. um angelic realms radio twice a week correct yes but um it used to be a weekly broadcast, but right. it just things have got life has gotten so busy. It's just it's just too too much to do it on a weekly basis right now. I'm not saying answer. that it yeah. won't go back, you know, you know. But I, I I go with the flow and I do what I can. Right, right now I'm basically doing um, uh, two times a month, and okay. up until um, matter of fact, tomorrow is my last show that's going to be on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, after that, I've been doing Mondays for years now. I'm going to be moving to Sundays oh, because that'll just be easier for my set schedule. So I will be having a show first and third Sundays of the month beginning in October. Oh, great. And it'll be uh, live at 2 p.m. Eastern. 2 that's p.m. The plan Eastern. That, okay. Right. That's, that's the, the plan. plan I have now. Okay. But, you know, it can change. And the shows are recorded live. And I always have some type of a, a, a topic to discuss and teach people about. And then um, I take calls and mm-hmm. I do, you know, I answer questions either on the topic or if somebody needs, a, you know, an angel message, I'll do a little mini reading for them live on the air. And then once a month, I interview an up and coming angel practitioner. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have somebody that who is already um, well known. But the majority of interviews that I do, I call the angels, uh, angel practitioner spotlight episode, are folks that are are just coming on the scene and either either members of our organization, the IAAP, or taking some of our courses. So it's a way to give back to our graduates and our members and help promote our members. Sure. But I also do interviews with people who are already established. So anybody that who's interested. And being a guest on my show, you know, I would invite them to please, you know, send me an email, Maria at angelpractitioners.com. Put, put a, you know, angel show or radio show, whatever you want in the subject. And, you know, I'll get back to you and try to arrange, you know, an interview. As long as you do some type of work with angels, whatever it may be. Mm, Anything you feel compelled to share about 
from the angels, about the angels, about what's going on these days, anything that you want to talk about, this is your time. Okay. Well, basically, you know, I feel that the angels really just want us all to be loving and kind and to really understand that everyone that you meet has something that they're dealing with that is difficult. Nobody escapes from that. You could, you know, somebody could look like the happiest go lucky person that you've met. It could be somebody that you know that is very well to do, um, maybe successful in business and, and financially, maybe even somebody who's famous, but everyone, nobody escapes difficulties in life. So that's why it's always important to be as loving and kind as possible because you don't know what somebody may be dealing with. And, you know, the way things go, life is a series of ups and downs. And when you're feeling good, you want to be able to extend that, that energy out there to maybe somebody who may not be and help lift them up. Okay. And even if you don't know that they're, you know, not, they're having an issue because people are, some people are very good at hiding it. You know, a lot of people don't, don't um, air their dirty laundry, but just, you don't, you never know that extra kind word or smile, you know, or loving message or whatever it may be that you, you have to share, you know, just, you know, smiling at somebody and say, have a great day, holding a door open for them, the simplest things. You never know what that could mean to somebody who might be having a difficult time. So the angels really just want us to, to spread the love and understand that, you know, um, they're here to help humanity. And, you know, it's also very important to extend, to extend love and kindness to animals. Animals are so close to God and animals. I, I can't say enough. Of, I, I'm a real animal lover. Um, I'm a pet owner. Yes. I have two beautiful cats that I adore but, you know, animals, all animals, wild animals, animals are, they're, they're just, they're just very pure creatures. And an animal by nature is not, go, is not going to ever do something intentionally just out of cruelty. They do what they need to survive, you know, animals in the wild. So you say, okay, well, when a wild animal might attack someone or kill someone, when they, when an animal does something like that, it's not out of just meanness. It's it's what nature has created them to do to survive. So animals are very, very, very close to God. So you know, protect our animals and our and our environment, nature. Everything that's in nature is a gift from God. Everything that's in the living universe that that is a that that has a, a, a life to it, whether it's a tree, a flower, an insect. Everything is here for a purpose and and here to benefit us in some way. So it's very important to protect everything, human beings, animals, and our natural living environment. And I believe that's the message the angels have to share with everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome. You're welcome. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, Please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. 
Thank you so much.